0: He's back from over a year-long radio
1: hiatus.
0: Point one, it's time for Hugh Freeze to break out the African prayer candles.
1: We know how much you've missed him, Tennessee. Point two, I couldn't name four Kenny Chesney songs I've liked since the good stuff. Hell no, you can't get back in the fan base. So he's bringing you an all-new podcast coming straight from the heart of Knoxville. Point three,
0: anyone half a damn brain saw this coming back in 2013. So you can shut
1: the hell up.
0: He's the hardest working man in America that doesn't drink beer. He's looking for a woman with a good insurance policy. And you can always find him on the second floor somewhere getting shoulder rubbed. His name is John Reed. And this is Reed's Ranch. Point four, Florida, you can go to hell. Allow myself to introduce myself it is john reed this is reeds ranch the podcast davis stuttered is running this thing he's the producer he's going to be getting us right first episode thank you for joining us thank you for downloading whether or not it's on itunes soundcloud or hopefully soon google play for all you rednecks that can't afford an iphone we'll get you started right let's go ahead let's bring on my man seth hughes before i start seth i just want to give you a heads up this uh it says it's going to be like the radio show that I used to have. This is going to be way more free-flowing. Feel free to curse if your little redneck heart desires. It's okay. I got the explicit yeah, rating. I got the explicit E on the, uh, shout, on shout, the out to, shout out to Davis for getting us the explicit rating on iTunes. I finally feel like Eminem. The prophecy has finally been fulfilled. Seth Hughes from Twitter. Seth, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing, buddy? Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you. How how was your Monday?
1: Uh, It was okay. It's it's better now. I feel like we're recreating magic.
0: This is probably the worst Monday I've had in a long time. At approximately 8.15 a.m., I was taking a shit in a broken half of a cooler in the middle of a barn in already, uh, I'll say, 85 degree heat, dripping sweat. That's how my Monday started.
1: Well, mine wasn't that bad.
0: My dad yelled at me, told me that uh, it was it was unacceptable. I need to be a man because I said I need to go to the bathroom. So I showed him. I just grabbed the half of the cooler and just popped the squats. <laughs> practice started today at UT. Anything that caught your eye? I guess the only thing that I really took away from the press conference and practice was that Todd Kelly switching his numbers to 24 for Xavion Dobson. That's pretty cool, right?
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's a nice little gesture. i I. I this is what year four of yeah. Butch Jones. Yeah, I find myself paying somehow less and less attention to anything he says in the media.
0: That's a good thing, though. I mean, I think that's where we all wanted because we just want to pay attention to the product. I mean, that's where I've been. We all roll our eyes whenever he talks, so it's good that we are what in August already, and he hasn't really made us mad except that little retweet spree went on this morning.
1: Yeah. And I don't even like that doesn't even make me mad. Like, I mean, we know, we know Butch Jones is the cheesiest dude out there. And like, as soon as the clock hit midnight, <laughs> he was going to be hitting that button. So like, everybody knew what was coming. Like, why are you going to be mad at that? At this point? So wait, like, That is what he is. So wait, was it right at midnight? I don't know. I mean, like, I, mean I, I I put him on mute last night, I, I put his retweets on mute before midnight.
0: I had to hit him with the unfollow.
1: He's the only coach I follow. Like I saw some people, one guy said on Twitter, well, got to unfollow Larry Scott. I'm like, <laughs> why the hell are you following the tight ends coach? Anyway? <laughs> like I I love UT more than anything. But like the, the tight ends coach has nothing of note for me to read.
0: I go with the philosophy that I have for most people, and that's, you know, I don't, I don't follow any, pretty much any other media, especially in Knoxville. I don't follow really any media, really any college football writers either. I feel like if it's important stuff, it gets retweeted. That's how I feel about most of these coaches and players too. Like I don't, I don't follow any of the players, besides, besides my man Jack Jones, who hit me up, and wanted a shirt. That's the only one. But to speak to the corniness, 108 retweets. Feinbaum. that's how you know you're in the off season when you get hundred and eight counted retweets compared to Les Miles at second and Yeah, I
1: mean imagine imagine the dude who like went to like journalism school God. thinking like he's gonna write for like Grantland <laughs> or something and he's counting retweets for Paul Feinbaum.
0: I like to think that he was actually already at Grantland as an intern whenever it crashed and then he was just like oh oh fuck, I gotta go count retweets now
1: yeah like it's just I mean people get mad about it, and it's like it's like something that's like it's so meaningless, like if you're still getting mad about Butch Jones doing stuff like that, where have you been the last four years?
0: I love it, Seth. I love it that I can hear you snapping out of it. I mean you've been a little uh, you've been out of it, you've been out of it since the uh the ball game. you've been caught up in this political haze. You, you, and my other boy, Phils. You, you, guys need the season here more than anybody. You guys need to snap out of it, and I can hear it in your voice. You're, you're, you're back already. You're here.
1: I'm back. I'm back. It's, it's football season now, though.
0: People keep asking if Seth Hughes is back, and un- until then, I didn't know how to answer it. But once he was, yes. one, once he was taken down, Brian Rice, I
1: had to say, yeah, I'm thinking he's back. Yep. You know, the Brian Rice, like that, was just one of those things that, like, it fell into my lap. Like I tweeted that to the UT football account just like not even thinking anything about it. But it was true. Like Jason Yellen that, that account was terrible. No one argues and, about it. Do you remember how like,
0: do you remember how redneck mad people would get last year whenever they would tweet about well we did we didn't get a block punt after you yeah, lose to Florida? Just,
1: yeah. What the hell And up. it's like the dude the dude, you know, capes for Jason Yellen. I'm like, dude, you're the only person in the world with this opinion. Like, of all the people to like, of, and of all the things to stand up for, like, this is the hill you want to die on? Like, <laughs> you know, like, come on, dude. Like, I was clearly just being a jackass and you wanted to do this. And so then, like, I had to keep on going. Is, is it possible that I got to
0: thinking about this during the retweet spree before I unfollowed Butch? Is it possible your boy Mercy also runs Butch's account now because Butch recently upgraded to, to uh, gifs? Is is it possible that your boy Mercy oh, is opening up sure. there?
1: I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that sa- it sounded to me like from that article that he he pretty much does the the whole bit. But I mean, I don't know.
0: Thank God for camp opening. You know, I'm I'm not a practice sheep by any means. I don't I don't give a damn what happens at practice other than anybody getting hurt. I just don't want to see anybody get hurt. But Uh, If we didn't have this to talk about, what would we talk about? The Olympics and MLB trade deadline? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like the whole, like, since Butch got the job, it's all been a culmination until this year. Like, this is the year. Like, this is it. And if he can't do anything this year, then, like, go, get, move the hell on. So, like, it's finally here. And we're going to see if the guy's any good or not. And, like, I'm tired of waiting I mean, like, I've just, you know, I'm so tired of waiting, like, I would just do anything not to freaking think about it, and it's finally here, you know, we're going to know if, you know, if if he's any good.
0: This is called Reed's Ranch, the podcast, I'm supposed to be the hillbilly, but god damn, you sound so redneck. You sound so redneck when you're talking, and I love it. It gets me fired up. As of right now, August 1st, are you more excited or nervous? because i mean we're getting we're, excited we're, we're getting excited i don't know i don't I won't,
1: I won't be nervous until friday night before virginia tech
0: okay so so virginia tech does have your your interest a little bit we'll talk about that later i don't want to talk too much into that i did right before we started recording i did see uh, colin Cowhard pick tennessee to finish in the playoff at number four I still think Colin's a a dumbass, but... Well,
1: I was about to say, I mean, like, I guess that's cool, but I wouldn't exactly lend much credence to Colin Cowherd's opinion.
0: Clemson, Michigan, Oklahoma, Tennessee. So it would be kind of cool to see Clemson, Tennessee. But anyway, the Olympics, I mean, that's what's going on. Uh, Do you think people are going to die over there? I mean, this I don't know,
1: but, like, I cannot remember ever being this excited for the Olympics. Like, I cannot wait to watch the windsurfing. Or the open water swimming, <laughs> just, just to see if, like, the dead bodies floating by.
0: Oh, or see if somebody falls in shit.
1: You know, they, they, they said today, I read an article on CNN this morning, that they've told the athletes that are in the open water in that bay that if they ingest exactly one half ounce of water, they're very likely to get diseases.
0: And that's just it's, that's just in the water. That's not, not, not talking about the Zika floating yeah. around on the outside.
1: Or the, the roving gangs of thugs that are, like, robbing people. <laughs> like, it's it's like, pick your poison. Pick your poison.
0: The cops at the airport apparently had a sign that said, welcome to hell, when they when yeah. you got off. Okay, I get... I, I kind of understand if you're an athlete while you go, but if you're a fan, why the hell are you there? What are you going yeah. for?
1: I mean, as an athlete, don't you have to go? Like, if especially in a sport that like, you have one time every four years to shine in front of the world, and like your shelf life is really small, so you're probably only going to get one Olympic. So you pretty much got to go. You pretty much got to risk death to achieve athletic glory.
0: I understand that. I, I, I did think that the golfers were smart by saying, hell no, we're not going. And I do think that more NBA players, I'm surprised more NBA players didn't say no.
1: Yeah, the sports where you can make money, like where you make money in your normal season, like I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, why is Kevin Durant over there? Yeah.
0: I mean, we know what Draymond Green's over there doing, sending dick pics. (laughs) We know what he's trying to do. We'll get to that in a second. You talked about dying dying on the hill. You talked about all this stuff. I feel like Trump, this should have been Trump's stance. Instead of worried about building the wall, I would have loved him if he was just like, hey, our athletes don't go to Brazil and die. Don't bring all these diseases back from Brazil. Why, why didn't he make that a stance? I don't want to get you back in your political mode, but that's all I keep <laughs> thinking about is just if Trump wants to, you know, go off the wall and protect America, keep our best athletes at home.
1: Well, I, th- I think you're giving you're giving Trump a little too much credit for like thinking that far outside the box, instead of just pandering to the lowest common denominator of Mexicans are bad. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I mean, Brazilian, the, Brazilians aren't far from Mexicans, right? He could have said, "Don't go over there with all, don't, those, I mean, I don't know. all those." I mean, I don't really know those people in Brazil. Genetic
1: differences between Portuguese and Spanish, or whatever you know, what I mean. But I'd probably, yeah, you're probably right. It's just all Central and South America. It can't be
0: too different. They're not Americans. That, that's, they're not, all, that's, right. that's all. That's that, all that. That's mean, all that meant Trump meant. needed to say was, "They're not Americans." Question, we're, we're going to get to some quick hitters towards the end of the pod where people from Twitter or email, but mostly from Twitter, uh, sending questions. But we'll get a little taste right here since we're talking Olympics. Tim 85 says, Seth, how will the U.S. gymnastics team do in Rio? And part two of the question is, 42 condoms per athlete enough.
1: Well, it, uh, as far as the gymnastics goes, I would, you need to ask my man, Alreco Yancey, on Twitter.
0: He, about did, the gymnastics. He, he did he's, point out. He did point out that the Russians aren't sending a team over.
1: He's a big gymnastics guy. He says he watches it in in the off years between Olympics and like pretty much every subject. He's an expert.
0: Now see, this is why this is. This is this goes back to the sport you're talking about. You pretty much only have a four year shelf life in gymnastics, so the, these girls have to go over there. I get that.
1: Yeah, and they do. And if they're really big, if they're really good, then they're set for life. Like Nastia Lukin or whatever her name was.
0: I oh, yeah, she's set for life. You don't know what the hell her name is.
1: You know, but she got she got the subway stuff. Is Sean Johnson?
0: Like, I mean, Sean
1: Johnson. Like they both got set for life. You know, like those they can become heroes basically. Um, and plus, you're really only you know the chances are you're only going to get one Olympics if you're a gymnast, right? But uh, yeah, I guess America's going to win. I just assume like in everything to do with anything, I assume America's going to win because we are the best. We are better than every other type of human being.
0: Now you go. Here, here you go. Here you go. So
1: I just assume that, you know, the, the the gymnast will win.
0: Is 42 condoms enough per athlete?
1: I would like to think so. I mean, my how l- God. How
0: long are the Olympics? Three weeks? Is it roughly three weeks, I believe?
1: I, I think there's like there a month, aren't they?
0: I don't know. So don't know. R- roughly two a day. If you're there three weeks, twenty-one I mean, days, I don't know. forty-two.
1: I'm sure they have a very refined algorithm to determine the proper amount uh, of condoms needed by Olympic athletes.
0: Says, Google says seventeen days. Seventeen days is how long the so you, Olympic games take. Although the one guy got robbed, the one guy got robbed yesterday, so he's probably got there a couple days ago. I think they're probably there three weeks, two a day, and if you keep the same partner, you can double up. That's what eighty-four condoms. <laughs> that's a lot of. That's a lot of having sex. But my thing is, this is the place where they need to be unprotected. Let's just create some genetically superior babies. Let's get the, I know, but, but what happens if the Zika, like, all right, all sta- right. what if,
1: you know, maybe it's not well, the best place to have.
0: The Olympics are. Brazil, maybe not. Brazil, maybe not, but they shouldn't be in Brazil anyway. So if you're there, you're rolling the dice anyways. Who cares? You're not going to have sex for two years after this? Because they, they say the Zika stays with you for a while, Seth. What's the difference? Yeah,
1: so, so human beings are completely like Zika doesn't do anything. I mean, adults like if, like if I got Zika, it wouldn't do anything to me. It,
0: it would do nothing to you, I, th- I think. But if I, I think it pretty much would child, only hurt you if you if you passed on a little Seth. They were they were saying uh, today on ESPN that like four out of five people. Wouldn't have any symptoms, and then that one out of five might feel like flu-like flu-like symptoms. So you get the flu, but it but it causes birth defects. That's the big scare. Yeah, like it, a yeah. The birth defect is what a tiny I don't head. Know. I think, I, don't I, think, know. I, think I think it's a tiny head syndrome. Yeah, like, like it's a wit, microcephaly, like, like a like a, like a witch doctor, like from Beetlejuice. They they, they shrink your head. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Three years from now, there's gonna be all these babies born with tiny heads. We laugh, but it's not. I mean, it's, it is funny. Tiny head syndrome. <laughs> Davis, look up how common tiny head syndrome is now. It's called microcephaly. <laughs> Davis, look up microcephaly. I don't. I don't know. That should have been Trump's hill. Seth, he should have said, "Let's keep our let's keep our people out of Brazil," because I was riding around. With my dad, a common common uh, common country guy, and he was like, "Hell, it's going to start the next plague." He could have played on his fear and emotion All right there. Right. Is your dad a Trump man, John? Nah, no, not no, not really. More so than Hillary, obviously, but no, I, w- I wouldn't say the Trump guy. But he would have agreed on this Brazil stance because he said it's going to start the next plague. All right, micro micro <laughs> Microphilia. Mycroph- I can't even say Tiny it. head syndrome. Yeah, you can tiny, say that. Tiny head syndrome, whatever you want to call it, is a condition in which a baby's head is significantly smaller than expected, often due to abnormal brain development. Hence the name tiny head syndrome. It's says rare, fewer than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. Yeah, it can't be
1: cured. It can't be cured.
0: What are you, you going to do? Just pump some HGH into it like Barry Bonds? I don't I mean, don't, I'm just, I'm just of course it can't be cured.
1: Stats. I mean, this is not a bit like... I mean, I I don't know. Like, I I really at the end of the day feel like there's I don't know, not that much to fear. Just I don't know though. I'm I'm not there, so I don't know.
0: There's 11 cases of Zika down in Florida now.
1: Yeah, what's up with that? Well, Florida. I mean, there's like there's like tons in Puerto Rico, which is oh, you know nobody cares about Puerto Rico. But oh
0: god, it's coming. Did you watch any of Sharknado last night?
1: I did not. I did not. Tragically, is Tara Reid still in Sharknado?
0: Tara Reed is Sharknado.
1: Is her body still beat to hell?
0: Her face. Her face is worse. I was watching American Pie. And, you know, I feel like when I was younger, that was a cooler movie. Let's just say that. It was that,
1: edgy. It was edgy. Well, neither one
0: of them hold up. I watched that and American Pie too. Both of them are terrible. And I remember when I was younger, didn't we think Tara Reed was going to be cool? Like, wasn't she banging Carson Daly? Like, wasn't she popular yeah, at one but point?
1: Like, Tara Reid is like the living embodiment of road hard and put up wet, (laughs) as they say. I mean, if you treat your body like utter shit for years and years, like things happen. And like now her skin is like horse leather. You know, and like her face is all messed up and like she's got a really bad boob job and it's just really bad. And that's what happens. That's why sobriety is a good thing.
0: Terry Reid, a horror story. But you know who I don't feel much better for? Her, her her boyfriend in the movie. The kid from Rookie of the Year. Yeah. He had to think his life was gonna turn out better, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean he has to look at I can't I can't every time I see him, I think of Joseph Gordon Levitt, or whatever the hell his name is, Batman. I mean, yeah. both of them in baseball movies. Granted, as a kid I, I knew Angels in the Outfield was better. But he has to look at that and say, "Hey, this guy turned into Batman, and here I am, and nothing. He didn't get nothing. He's in the American yep. Pie movies. That's it. Just and, getting the royalty checks." So, what well, well,
1: the? What's the the that one guy in American Pie? His name was Jason. His real name's Jason.
0: Jason right uh, Biggs.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, only thing I've ever seen him in is uh, Orange Is the New Black.
0: He had a movie called Loser, basically right after it, because he's a loser. I mean, yeah, neither. none of those guys, have, it's a terrible movie. It doesn't hold up at all. I was ashamed that I once liked it and owned.
1: Well, I mean, it was just racy and edgy, and we thought we were cool because there were hot girls in it.
0: Oh, yeah, there was a hot girl in it. The one thing that does hold up is Nadia, Shan Elizabeth. Ooh, still still does it for me. I remember being, like, I think I was 11, 12, in the basement of my friend's house and that in her sex scene. It wasn't even a sex scene. It was just her sitting on the bed with her titties out. That that was the first woman I think I've ever lusted in in a movie. She that's, she still did it for me too when I watched the that's movie when weekend. you
1: know that's when you knew which way you swung.
0: That was it. It wasn't. It wasn't because Jason Biggs was dancing on that chair. It was because Nadia was sitting in the bed.
1: I mean, we all have those seminal moments in our life when we realize, you know, this I think, is how it's going to be.
0: I think she was mine. Do you have one? Ooh, ooh, well, ooh. you
1: asked me about the movie stars. Like the first, you're going to laugh at this. You're going to make so much fun of me. The first woman in a movie that I remember thinking like, "Oh my god," was Liv Tyler in *Fellowship of the Ring*, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings movie, and she's also in she's also in *Armageddon*, and she was so well, hot in that too. Uh,
0: you should have went with *Armageddon*, too.
1: Oh right, well, I, I remember *Fellowship should, of the Ring* first. Who was she in *Fellowship*?
0: were supposed to know she who was, she was in *Fellowship of the Ring*.
1: She was the. We're the not elf. talking about. Was she this was was the welcome. Elf Girl? Oh, she dude. She was was she right. the? Thank you, thank you. Was she the thank Elf you. Girl?
0: Oh man, she was. I'm not making fun of that at all. She was sexy. How, I agree with that. That was uh, one of my first two. How old? I'm, how old are I'm you? Down with that?
1: That. I'm twenty-five. No,
0: no, no, no. When you when you watched the Elf Girl.
1: I, I don't. I don't. I can't remember what year those movies came out.
0: And that was it. That's that's when you knew which way you swung when you saw the Elf Girl.
1: No, no, John. That's not what we're saying. You asked me.
0: I'm asking which girl, first girl in the movies you lusted after, and you give me Elf Girl.
1: I, I was 10 years old when The Fellowship of the Ring came out. That's about the same time you watched American Pie. I was just watching things that were on a little higher level than you.
0: Do you still have a thing for Elf Girls?
1: No, I've moved on.
0: If you're going to do role play, would that be would that be what you wanted? An elf girl. Yeah,
1: if, if I was a live action role player, I would be an elf.
0: Have you ever gone to one of these cosplays?
1: No, John. Would you? No.
0: <laughs> why? Why are you saying I'm so shocked? Like you're not a nerd. You just said you lusted after an Elf Girl as your first as your first love. Do you know how many Elf Girls will be running around these conventions?
1: I'm sure a lot. Hey, look, I'm I'm, sure.
0: I'm not casting stones. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm going to wrestling tomorrow with Levi. We're going to be. Where's uh, it at? It's in Nashville? Nashville. Smackdown, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm not casting stones. We all have what we like. But see, I do go to these cosplays. I do go to these wrestling things in in, in person. I'm asking <laughs> you, what it'll take for me and you to go to one next time they come to Knoxville.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know, John. Probably nothing but your your friendship, just well, being uh, able to hang out with
0: you. A little comic con action. Yeah. Would you Would you dress up?
1: No. Why not? I just—you've seen how I dress. I'm very—I'm a very plain and conservative dresser.
0: Yeah, but you're supposed to let it, let yourself let yourself go when you go to these places.
1: Yeah, and pretend like you're
0: walking through the 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 towers, the two towers, and, <laughs> and you're looking for the king, <laughs> the Return of the Kings there, and Gandalf's <laughs> running around, and Harry's Harry's on the other side.
1: All right, let's move on.
0: We got some quick hitters. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get to the quick hitters, Davis? Where no, are we at on time? How, how much? How long have we been talking? Like uh, 25, twenty-five minutes. Yeah, I want to try to keep all these between forty-five minutes around that time. Okay. Before let's do let's do some quick hitters. We're just going to hit some random topics from people from Twitter. Uh, you were requested, Seth, to uh, one more time before we put it to bed. Before we officially move on to 2016, <laughs> I need, we need to hear we fired Philip Fulmer to put mountains on a helmet.
1: Yeah, I mean that was. We need to hear it. You. Was, uh,
0: the, we're not asking you your commentary. We're asking to hear it. Let's hear it.
1: it. I can't. I can't recreate that magic.
0: Seth, we had we had we just lost to Arkansas. I know,
1: and we're, I'm not near. It's
0: you You're two and three. You head to Alabama. Oh, you don't feel good about it. You battle, and here you come to Georgia at two and four. And here they are. They're rolling out these Smoky Mountain helmets and these gray jerseys. And Butch Jones is at the – Butch Jones is a nine out of ten on how much you can possibly hate somebody. He just punched Matt Crowder, allegedly. (laughs)
1: I forgot all about that. Okay, I got something I want to talk about. I got something I want to talk. Allegedly, about.
0: Allegedly, he just beat the hell out of Matt Crowder. Allegedly.
1: Where is Matt Crowder right now?
0: Hopefully in jail.
1: No, but like he hasn't been tried or anything. Like, what's going on with that trial? Like, that was like that occupied like two days in the news. That like he got Chris Hansen and he. <laughs> and then it disappeared. Matt,
0: can you and have you would Matt, think, Matt, can you have a seat over there please?
1: <laughs> you would think that story had staying power. But it just disappeared. I mean, what happened? Like I want to know details.
0: That is a good. That is a good question. We need to get we need to get on that. Hopefully somebody on Twitter will hit us up, let us know the deal because I am interested in the, in the details too. I want to know if he actually finished the cookies whenever they are there <laughs> because that was always that. That's all you. That's how you always knew who was a real savage, on the catch a, bre- on to catch a who the, who just kept eating the cookies as their as their life was over. There's two types of criminals in these worlds. So, did you run whenever the cops were coming to catch you having sex with a 13 year old, or did you stay and enjoy some cookies?
1: I mean, do you do you feel like do you feel like that whole deal should be illegal? Like sting operation. Yeah, like, you know, the entrapment... As, you know, like, people think that it's, like, unconstitutional.
0: I mean, I don't know. I'm I,
1: Like, I, I, just, I, I can't have much sympathy for somebody that does that.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I'm fine with getting creeps off. Getting yeah. creeps off the internet.
1: But, you know, like, a bunch of people that got busted by Chris Hansen in Texas ended up getting let off. Um, they, yeah. Over, they, over entrapment.
0: So when they actually go to court, they usually beat the case?
1: No, in, in Texas, they had a string of them that did, but... On the whole, was no. Texas
0: also the state where they got killed himself? Though I don't know where the guy got caught on there and killed himself, and they sued. You
1: remember? You remember when Chris Hansen got caught having an affair?
0: <laughs> yeah, talk about irony.
1: That a secret, a
0: secret camera, caught, a secret camera caught him. You can't. Yeah, that's that, that's perfect. That's so good. <laughs> All right, are you going to give the people what they want? Are you going to talk no, about I'm not. putting mounds on like, the helm? That's,
1: No, that's not. It's not a cheap trick it? to be thrown out in the in the re- whims. It, like it's not a cheap trick that I throw out to please Seth. the proletariat, the peons. Like no Do you know how that often was magic Do you know how
0: often I'm walking around at the bar and people say, Hey, can you say go to hell, Florida?
1: I know. It's never any women. It's that. never it's
0: never any women, by the way. It's all men. And I, I have to I have to Florida, you can go to hell. I have to do it for them. You have I mean, to work on the cheap pops. That,
1: when I said that line it was basically, it was me and you making sweet, sweet love on the airwaves. Just me and you there, baby. Just me and you. And it's like, that's not something that is to be taken lightly. You know, it's, it's not going to happen.
0: Sorry to whoever tweeted that in. I don't have my phone. Seth's calling the phone, so sorry you don't get your shout out for Seth rejecting you, breaking your dreams. Uh, next question,
1: is Squirt P. Yes, moving on. What is, how
0: common is that? Do, have you done any research about that? <laughs> I've never, I've never experienced it. I've always uh, kind of been curious, Davis. I need you to look up what percentage of women squirt. Can you do it? Can you? No, no good. Just keep moving. Keep moving on. Do you remember when I asked the Uber driver? She said it was. Uh, I Do remember that? I
1: don't think I'll ever be able to forget that, John. That, uh, that that memory is seared into my brain
0: that would have been a lot better story had we beaten florida that night
1: that would have been i just remember you telling me that you wore those boots so you could stomp somebody's <laughs> head in
0: 100 true no one's ever want to fight in flip-flops
1: that's true that's true
0: and i had on nice shorts i had on my my nice shirt And i wasn't gonna walk around flip-flops all day with my feet stinking and in, in case somebody wants to fight me so i put my you boots did. on
1: you look good you look good
0: at a certain point of... Com- Look, who are you to judge? You you're, you go by the same length brain uh, brain wave as me. Comfort. Comfort, confidence. It's all you need. As long as you're comfortable, you're feeling good. So yeah, I wore boots and shorts down in Gainesville as I carried around my two cases of Lemonade Rita's. <laughs> Slept in your car. Slept in my car. The Friday night before that game, that was the word That trip had so much potential. Friday night... I go out by myself. <laughs> I, I catch an Uber to the bar about two and a half, three miles away. It was fun, though. We, we we took over. There was a certain bar that Tennessee fans took over. It was, you know, 90 or I'd say 75% Tennessee fans. So, you know, 25% Florida fans. Uh, I remember there was a VOLS channel on the uh, on the patio Some Florida fan picked up a beer bottle and hurled it at the guy and hit him in the head from across the room. And I've never never seen bouncers beat the hell out of someone worse. They had him on the ground just punching him. So that was fun. And then I stumble home. I stumble back to my car through the swamp, through the campus of Florida. In hindsight, after seeing what happened at Disney World, it's lucky I wasn't attacked by an alligator. So I get back. I'm all sweaty. I get to the RV. I don't have a seat. Somebody had taken my bed. So I'm get all sweaty and I just sleep in my car, shirtless. And I'll tell so, you I'll tell you this 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 the sweat stains in the seat are still there.
1: So the next day when you got up, did you take a shower or anything?
0: Yeah, I took a shower in the R V. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that was that was an interesting weekend. I felt like going down I seventy five once we got through Atlanta, like that drive from Atlanta to Gainesville, it lasted like a oh, whole God. week like it is just the most miserable drive it is straight you don't do anything and it takes forever
0: with all due respect to Seth Hughes the drive from Gainesville to Atlanta after they beat your ass in heartbreaking fashion that that's that's worse than Atlanta to Gainesville
1: listen after the game my, my I had gone with my friend and he had told me that uh the night before, he told me Friday night he said listen man if we lose I'm not gonna want to stay another night <clears throat> And I was like, okay, you know, I understand. But so we're up 27 to 14 and I'm like, hell yeah, we're about to do this finally. And then, you know, what happens happens and we lose and we walk like two miles to the car (laughs) and we get back to the hotel and he's like, dude, we're leaving. (laughs) And we drove, he drove without stopping from Gainesville to, to Savannah, Tennessee, which is an hour and a half away from where I live. I mean, it's like a 12 hour drive. He got home at six forty five a.m.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I wish I had done it because I walked, I think, three miles back, stopped at some nasty t- uh, Taco Bell. Leave! I almost got into a fight with a-, a meth head on the side of the road. <laughs> this meth head was, t- was taunting us. She was the only Florida fan that taunted us. Everyone else was sympathetic. Oh, you guys should have won. Oh, I don't know how we beat you. You know all that bullshit. But there was one that, method. That's the worst. Yeah. Isn't it? There was one method that we could count on that was given Levi lip. And he he just, just talked so bad to that woman. And she just walked off with two teeth in her head. And we went back to this little little motel. To be honest, I wish I'd have slept in my car. But we went back to this little motel and I slept in a bed and got a rash. And then I left the next morning. Yeah, to,
1: the the hotel we stayed at, like I didn't even get under the covers. I slept on the comforter. And, like, on Saturday morning when I got up and went to take a shower and got out of the shower, there was a cigarette butt laying on the tile floor from, like, the last person that stayed there. Like, I mean, it was very seedy. Like, I'm surprised he didn't charge by the hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a hotel in Athens that got in trouble for that, for charging by the hour, just let people go there and get nasty and leave.
1: Yeah, sad, sad, <laughs> sad, sad, sad. You Please. know, like, I, I, think about, I think about that game from time to time. And, like, from when Antonio Calloway caught that ball and turned the corner and and scored the touchdown, like, that play probably lasted, like, three or four seconds. And, like, it's, like, etched into my brain lasting, like, 20. Like, time just completely slowed down, and I was just, like, when I was there, I was just, like, oh, my God, it's really happening. And, like, the swamp just, like, kept on getting louder and louder, and it eventually hit that, like, crescendo, and it just exploded. (laughs) And I just, like, I mean, like, I just sat down and put my head in my hands.
0: I'd I'd been going on a 10-minute tirade about going for two before that, so, like, I, I was already at the fever pitch level of everyone around me hating me. It's funny, after I dropped one of those Reed's Ranch videos, you know, some some fan, some Alabama fan in Johnson City was talking shit, saying that I'm an embarrassment to the fan base. And then some random Tennessee fan chimed in and said, Yeah, he sat behind me in Gainesville and all he kept saying was, What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember saying that about fifty times. I was drunk as hell <laughs> in my boots and nice shorts and I had whiskey with me and I just remember I kept saying, What a time. What a time! <laughs> and it, it was fun. It was fun at first. It was good. What a times! And then the last, you know, ten minutes of the game was just take me out back I remember, and shoot me.
1: Like, y'all sat behind us, and I never went up there and saw y'all. But I remember, like one time, I went up there to see Andrew Whaley. And like we were hanging out, and I like looked up, and like ten rows behind him, I saw Levi in that sweater. <laughs>
0: he's wearing a sw- he's wearing and a like, damn Christmas sweater. I'm wearing I'm wearing my trunks. shirt unbuttoned with boots on.
1: Yeah, like I had on swim trunks. I wore swim trunks to that game, <laughs> and I was sweating my ass off. And I saw Levi up there, and I'm like, oh my god, what a dumbass. We had like to He had it. to be the most miserable person on planet Earth.
0: For those fifty minutes when we were winning. He he was pretty happy, but those those last ten after you lose and you realize you're in a damn sweater, you're like, man, I really messed up. (laughs) Like, man, maybe I take this a little too seriously.
1: (laughs) Was it on the way home? He he became a Titans fan. Hey,
0: here's the message for the 2016. No matter what, no matter what, we just gotta support these boys. Stay behind the boys. They they work hard. Just gotta keep supporting them.
1: He said that so much (laughs) that at one point, like it got to a point where I wanted to pick him up by the throat and (laughs) pin him against the wall. Like every time I get on Twitter, support these boys.
0: (laughs) Gotta stay behind the team. (laughs) Gotta stay behind these boys. Give their all.
1: And then the the whole Titans fan makeover was just great.
0: Thoughts on uh, thoughts on Lane Kiffin's troll game today?
1: It's true. Like if if it's true. Like uh, I mean, people can get mad about Lane Kiffin all they want, but like what he said is true. Like we are finally gifted a state that has a lot of talent, and they're letting it all go.
0: All I want to know is what were the odds on Lane Kiffin being the only asshole left that reads Dave Hooker?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: being the only person that reads his stuff, I, like, Lane Kiffin I is forget- that? Did, did we have that?
1: No offense to Dave, I've never met him, even though I was an illustrious member of the media for two days last summer with you. No offense,
0: Um, no offense from Seth. I didn't
1: see him down there, I did see Heather Harrington, I rode in the elevator with Heather Harrington one time. Uh, You know, I forget Dave Hooker exists until you bring him back up, like, he's gotta be like, I feel like he's some fossil, like, from a different age, and like, every once in a while, you're reminded of Dave Hooker, and today was one of those days.
0: Thanks to Lane Kiffin.
1: You know, the one thing I don't understand about it is that I feel like Tennessee fans really, really treated Lane Kiffin well while he was here. We spent that whole 10 months, I remember, defending every crazy thing he did where he just got crushed in the media. And we'd be like, oh, no, it's good. All publicity is good publicity. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, it's like now he just likes to just stomp on us. It's like, dude. We were good to you.
0: Do you prefer his, his trolling tactics or, or Jim Harbaugh's? Lane, Lane's, I, Lane's I, more discreet with it. You know, he posts the sign in Auburn with the score. Yeah. Jim, Jim just comes out and tries to crush you.
1: Like, I don't understand these people that don't like Jim Harbaugh. Like, maybe it's because it's a Michigan thing and don't like Michigan, but Michigan's never really been that good in my lifetime besides the late 90s. So, like, they've never bothered me like Ohio State. But Jim Harbaugh is extremely good for college football. I love him. I think he's amazing.
0: To be honest, I, I'm indifferent to Harbaugh just because as a child I hated him because I was rooting for the Colts. I think it was 1996 in the uh, AFC Championship game the Colts played the Steelers. And oh, buddy,
1: you, you, you hold one hell of a grudge.
0: And they almost caught that Hail Mary at the end of the game but they didn't, and the Steelers went to the Super Bowl. And I just remember that whole game, my mom basically kept telling me, in hindsight, how much she wanted to have sex with Bill Cowher and Cordell Stewart, and as a six-year-old, it made me really mad, so I was really rooting for the Colts. And then he let me down as the quarterback, and ever since then, I haven't really liked him.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that is, that's, you, you can hold a grudge. I, I will give you that, John.
0: It's probably one of my best strengths. It's probably one of my best qualities. I'm very good at holding grudges. Davis, where are we at on time? Uh, we got like five, ten minutes. Five, ten minutes. Let's uh a couple more quick hitters, Seth. G Man on Twitter, my boy, says, which game do you want to check or kneeling?
1: Ohio. Something meaningless. I hate I, I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate it. It's stupid. A school such as Tennessee doesn't need to resort to dumb little gimmicks to be loud and be cool and to like to be original. Like Neyland Stadium is original.
0: What's your typical game day attire? Mine. Yeah.
1: Uh, like, <clears throat> I mean, I don't wear any orange besides the hat. Um, you know, just like khaki shorts and a like a gray Carhartt T-shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wear gray.
1: Yeah, I got, if it's cold, I wear the same navy blue pullover. But yeah, so either only,
0: way, only, e- either way, you're not going to be a part of Checker Nealon, oh, no matter which game. So
1: the first year, I forgot what section we were in, but I wore a gray rifleman pullover, and then last year I wore a blue pullover, a navy blue pullover. Like I, I don't, I, 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 I'm a wolf. I'm not a sheep. <laughs>
0: Zach Womble tweets in, which player on the Vols can or which player can Vols afford to lose the least? We don't do that here at Reed's Ranch, Zach. We're not. We're not giving you any of that, especially not in August. We're not. We're not. We're not actually breaking down the roster right now. Come on, give me a break. Go listen to Rocky Top Insider if you want that. Don't. Don't come here. We don't. We don't. We don't do that. Come on, <laughs> give me a. Give me a break. It's. It's all. It's August. It's. It's August, Zach. August first. But it would be it'd be Reese Maven, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's I cool. think he's the best player on the team. That's what I think
0: too. I think he'd be the the biggest loss. Seth, any final words about anything before we go?
1: No, I mean, no, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Did you ever? Mask- I'm, I'm, you I'm ever- ready. For, I'm, I'm extremely ready for football to be here. Uh, there's like some NFL preseason games this weekend, right? Oh yeah,
0: the the Hall of Fame game.
1: I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but it's just comforting and reassuring to know that football is back on the television, and we don't have to pretend to care about Major League Baseball. Or, I mean, like literally, the only noteworthy thing is if if are people going to die in Rio? It will but, be, like, even that even that doesn't really matter compared to college football.
0: It will be interesting to see them rowing in that river of shit, and whether or not they fall out of their boat when they're rafting. Yeah, I know. You know like the wind surfers,
1: like if you're windsurfing, how how are you going to keep your mouth shut? You know, I mean, like, it's just... What so about awesome. the swimmers? Yeah, are, they're, are they're the, screwed. Are the
0: pools going to be clean or no? Well,
1: th- there's, there, yeah, but there's an open water competition. Right,
0: oh yeah, God. Yeah, the triathletes. Yeah, so
1: the open water, and oh, there's God. just like a, there's just like a, a swimming event that's open water. Like, just pure swimming. Like, they're screwed. You know, I mean, it was like half, it was half an ounce of water is... is Salmonella people,
0: level or whatever?
1: They just said diseases. Yeah. I mean, half an ounce of water in anything, you know.
0: Have you ever uh, thought about Liv Tyler as an Elf Girl when
1: you masturbate, <laughs> John? It was a pleasure doing this with you, <laughs> Liv uh, Tyler. You know, you know, John, not even John, an, not even an, not even Animal
0: Cookie Liv from Armageddon. John, when, like, when Ben was getting ready to dick her down out in the middle of the field. Not even that. Not even God, that, Liv.
1: That was a good scene. That's a good movie. That's a great Armageddon movie. That's a good movie. That's a great
0: movie. How, how is Armageddon seen by people?
1: I don't know, but I feel like it's one of those things where it's, like, cool to hate.
0: I was, well, like, I was wondering if it is because, I mean, I, I kind of relate Armageddon to Con Air because I feel like they both came out around similar times, but I feel like Armageddon's farly, you know, far superior
1: Oh, but yeah, but in Con terms Air of being an actual movie. Con oh, yeah. Air is a classic. Anything
0: put, with Nicholas Cage that I'll watch. Put the
1: bunny down. <laughs> my daddy's coming home on July 13th. My like birthday if, is July
0: it's 17th. 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 I'm going to see my daddy for the first
1: time on July 17th. Put the bunny <laughs> if, down. If I had to choose five movies, so like the the only movies I could watch for the rest of my life, Con Air and Sling Blade would both be on them.
0: Shout out to Billy Bob Thornton.
1: That, he, he's in both that of them. A,
0: he's in both that, of them.
1: Yes, but Sling Blade is is a like it is cinematic perfection. Like he he thought of that movie one morning while he was looking at the mirror in, at himself shaving, and he came up with that whole movie. Mm. It's cinematic perfection. Now
0: you do get the good cry from Armageddon. Do you, you cry? I cry every time.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know the first ever... movie I ever saw that made me cry was Brian's song.
0: I think mine was actually Armageddon. I think it actually was. I cried my eyes out. I was like in fourth grade. Your only job's taking care of my little Gracie now, AJ. <laughs> I've always thought of you as a son. Be damn proud to call you one.
1: Harry, no!
0: <laughs> Harry, I love you! davis anything else on the way out nothing seth anything i look forward to being back do you think in the offseason i should roll one out thursday too do you think i should keep it one a week
1: i don't know just need just yeah need we'll to see. see i we'll think see. i think if you had like me on once a week then yeah demand would go up
0: yeah yeah i want to i want to keep uh i want to get a quick uh rotating cast of characters
1: yeah, you know, like Joe Rogan has like those dudes who like come on it often, and then they'll have like you know actual guests, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll get get Barrett Slee on here and get him to sheep it up because he loves Tennessee so much. <laughs> Do you think you knew I was making fun of him when I called him a respected an esteemed journalist?
1: No, I, I don't. No, he doesn't. He he blocked me, but he finally unblocked me on Twitter. I, he blocked me because I told him he was a dumbass. For saying Georgia was going to make the first college football playoff because of how he, based on how Hudson Mason threw in the spring game. Right. And I was like, dude, Hudson Mason sucks. (laughs) Like, we all know this. We all know he's going to be terrible. But by God, he saw him throw in the spring game and liked how tight his spiral was, so predicted him to the playoff. And he blocked me over that.
0: Any recommendations for next guest?
1: No, I have to think about it. I have to think about it.
0: I, I think I'm gonna get Gunkel on to talk about the dangers of texting while driving.
1: Yeah, you can get Gunkel to like. You need to ask Gunkel if he like saw the white light at the end of the tunnel. I really in
0: his want. Coma. I really want to get to the bottom of him almost dying in the car crash.
1: Yeah. Or like what it's like to use the bathroom in a bag <laughs> every day.
0: Texting while driving, the dangers of it. I'll, I'll give him a, a, a an outlet to talk about that. Yeah. Let him put over uh, inside Tennessee if he if he wants to. Seth appreciate the time my man to all the people out there listening check us out post it I'll post it sometime Uh, the Twitter account reads ranch pod I'm John Reed of course that was Davis Studdard Seth Hughes the Seth Hughes so good to hear your voice buddy
1: hey it's good to hear yours buddy I've missed you a lot
0: I have missed you hearing you
1: It's only been like a month since I've seen you, but I've missed you.
0: I hope we can get you to quit talking politics now because we're screwed either way. Just snap out of it. it. It's time to to gear up. It's time for a fun football season. I'm glad to have you back. To everyone listening, if you didn't like this episode, you know what you can do. You can go to hell.